I'm sorry, Caleb. I want you to be great. I don't. This is not me. Yeah. Audience, how y'all like the song? I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. 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 What's good? What's good? What's good? This is another episode of Black Man Do Talk. We have overdue conversations from a black man's perspective and this episode is brought to you by crown coffee roasters come on somebody shout out to my boy tamarcus raglan yeah black business owner come on hit my boy up if you need some coffee you feel me yeesh 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 so uh i am street hams my name is elisha trey whatever you want to call me caleb berry yes and today we will be discussing the Elaborate topic of church burnout. Church burnout. Let's do it. So, (laughs) (laughs) all of us can relate to this very heavily. So, essentially, um, one thing that I have observed uh, after working with nonprofits and ministries and churches for the past 12 years. there is a almost assumption of by being involved in social work ministry or things that have to do with the well-being of people that you're required to go above and beyond in order to meet the requirements of that organization or that entity now because that is an assumed standard it can lead to the burnout of those who are either on staff or even the volunteers. So, talk to me. Bastard. Oh, get out of here with that, bro. No, we, it's funny because, like, we actually, uh, so with with the volunteers that we have, like, for, for Pit Stop, which is our, uh, part of our student ministries, um, that's one of the things I have been doing my best to fight against um, because it is one of those things of like we, we look at people as just workers and not people with souls and all these other, you know what I'm saying, things that can deplete. <laughs> and so we say, hey, go work, go work, go do, go do, go do with all these different things that we have. Um, burnout is a real thing. Um, I think a lot of people don't pay attention to the fact that these people actually have outside lives too that are also taken away from their energy and different things like that um and because and, and because we're not looking at that and we're only looking at the fact that we have to get things done that's what's gonna happen every time you know yes, what I'm saying? absolutely Sorry. and the interesting part is um for me working in ministries and then seeing people spend years either not getting raises Mm -hmm. or not being valued at the level they should be. Mm -hmm. Um, Because literally what happens is, and and even commonly what I see is like, even like a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of black women graduate double degrees and then they go into uh, social work jobs or jobs that are nonprofits or churches or ministries and things like that. And although they have a high level of education, a high level of qualifications, Mm -hmm the jobs that they're passionate about going into um, 
are at a standard that is either below or at the average when they've already achieved a higher or above higher average education. Yeah. Now, the tough part about that is um, it, it leads to, you know, what it means to be in a competitive workspace and and your ability and your um, mostly your ability to communicate why you should be where you're at in the competitive workspace. Now, despite a lot of people not wanting to do that confrontation because of comfortability, um, I do believe that if you were just to play the numbers game, you'd be able to see that a lot of times when working with ministries, churches, organizations that are in the nonprofit realm, the hours they are saying that are on paper on your original contract when you started working can end up being doubled in your actual work time. And if that's the case, you're literally not getting paid what you're due. Mm -hmm. And if you're not getting paid what you're due, is that truly modeling the Bible? And I would say, no. For the wages of sin is death. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he knew that. Just because I said wage, don't mean it. You said what we're due. Oh, man. Okay. Hey. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to say nobody got to die. No, I'm just. No, you talked about what we're due. What we're due. I mean, we don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't get what we're due. I think, yeah, I think. We get it. We got it. No, but I mean, I think, I think if you go into nonprofit, church world expecting to get paid what you work kind of played yourself no not at all no no because that's the thing it's not about going into nonprofits expecting to get paid what you're worth it is going into nonprofits going into ministries going into church organizations expecting to work what you're required to work yeah but, mm-hmm. even, but when you but when you are working what you're required to work mm-hmm. and then you sit back and look at the hours you spent like hey mm-hmm. can you spend you, you spend two extra hours here doing this or hey we're about to do this on a saturday can you come in it's like it's literally not like a ask it's almost like a requirement yeah because they they need something done and what you commonly see is people who are willing to give their time are quickly put on salary and not put on hourly for the benefit of not having to pay overtime. Right, right. So what I'm saying is, I agree. I mean, <laughs> living it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what I'm saying is, I, I've seen, right, I've seen people come into nonprofit spaces, particularly the one I work at, and they're like, yo, this is what I'm worth. I'd be like, dog, you're in the wrong place. Like, like, I think there has to be some expectation setting here. Now, we're going to play the other side. The other side is people are severely overworked. Churches, nonprofit, parachurch organizations, I think that is a common thing. Yeah. I think. And this is not a shot at any particular. Right, right. Any no, or, it's, no, no, no. This is, it this is, is, in my experience, this is, every, this is everywhere. This is, every, this is every nonprofit. I don't know somebody that works at a nonprofit and is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I work great hours. I clock in, I clock out. <laughs> Except for the people at the <laughs> at desk, the, 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 the finance oh, in the in the other office. Oh, they be gone. Yeah, <laughs> the receptionist like, like, gone. Hey, fam, shout out to that. Shout out to that nonprofit that can pay in the receptionist. All of our receptionists be volunteers, bro. Oh, wait, yeah, Volu- we, the volunteers handle the buddies. 
He said receptionist. No, no, no. Receptionist, not the finance. Oh, department. HR. Yeah. No, not even no, no, HR. No, 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 not HR. The receptionist. Push, the people like the, uh, the front desk that be taking the calls. Receptionist. Oh, Pam. Yes. Receptionist. Speaking yes. the office. Speaking of terms I can understand. You don't understand <laughs> literal terms? You could have said Toby. I said receptionist. HR. Pam. Front desk. Why do I have to. S- you know why. You do know why. <laughs> why I was you, trying to do that. What she said. Why are we both telling it the same time? <laughs> I was trying to do that. What she said. I was going. Wait, like, I was going. That, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why get oh that? Oh my god! Because you're wilder. But so I, I'm saying that all to, all to say to wrap it up is like. You have to understand. You talk. You talk about marketplace all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to understand the marketplace you're going into, right? For sure. And so I think a lot of times people, they negotiate from a standpoint of money and – no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen because you – yeah. They, they only they only focus on the money, right? And so like in my experience, the more they pay you, the more they expect. And so if you come – like for example, if you come into a situation where like on paper they say it's 40 hours, but in real life they're probably expecting somewhere around 50. 50, 60. Right. If they pay you more, that real life actual expectation actually starts to go up. That's but that's the thing, bro. And I hear what you're saying, but I don't know. That's not been my experience. And especially even seeing other people. When you have one job you got hired for, mm-hmm. you're expected to wear multiple hats. Even at I'm, the standard. Yeah, pay. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. But you're saying that like the responsibilities go up as the pay goes up. The thing is, no, I'm no, no, not no. seeing the pay go up for most no, no, people. No, no, no. What I'm saying is when that pay goes up, the expectation goes up. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying when does the pay go up? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, like you're, you're talking about when the pay goes up. I'm saying when the pay is down, whether it's volunteers doing it for the free or whether somebody who's actually on staff, you're expected to wear multiple hats and do a lot of things. It's like, what did I actually sign up for and what am but, I required to do? So what I'm saying is, I'm, what I'm saying is when you're coming into those spaces, I think just focusing on the money is going to still leave you in the same predicament. Is what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is, I'm not, the, the thing is, I'm, there's a, I'm I'm not making this about the money. Mm-hmm. I'm making this about the most important resource available. Yeah, I, I never said you were making what? it about the money though. Time, time is the most valuable resource mm-hmm. any human being has because that is what we are doing on this earth, making the best of our time. Mm-hmm. And so if I am scheduled. I am booked. I am contractually obligated to work a certain amount of time a week. And then mm-hmm. aside from that, I'm also being expected mm-hmm. to go above and beyond mm-hmm. without any communication. And at the drop of a hat, you have to help out for the sake of the people. And, oh, yeah, we don't have anybody else to help out here. So I'm, I'm sorry. We're going to have to. Can you can you please just stretch yourself and stretch yourself mm-hmm. and stretch yourself? And that is what leads to church burnout. Yeah. True. So, and what, I, But I was about to say, because one of the things, especially with church. Because this is one of the things I tell my volunteers. You got to understand the, the power of no. And I was talking to one of my uh, my volunteers recently. And I said, I said, please don't forget, you're a grown woman who's a volunteer, <laughs> who's not getting paid. So when if they're telling you you got to work every single last Sunday, that's a problem. I was just like, you need a Sunday where you can be off and you can rest and you can chill. Or at least a Sunday or two. You know what I'm saying? And so with that, it's like. Hey, make sure that you are holding them. Actually, uh, yeah, you got these boundaries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So making sure those boundaries are like set and they know. Yeah. I, the point I was trying to make was simply, I think when you're coming into these spaces, you have to understand that it's like just more about the money. So one thing I've learned is to not just negotiate what I get paid, 
but also negotiate like my expected time off. But even with that, I feel like ministries be bugging with that. They do, they do. But I think with like, what with with just like the expect the expectation, I think is even more so important than like the money or how much hours you work. Because I do exactly. agree, I, I do agree mm-hmm. that. It is wrong for somebody to expect something of you that they have not communicated. That's 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 just across the board. For sure. But I think understanding the expectations, right? So like let's say let's say you come in for I come in for an interview, you're like, all right, yeah, it's forty hours a week. You'll be working in the community, working with schools, um, and with some weekends here and there. I think for me, what I've learned is I don't want the some weekends here and there. I want real life examples. And from that, I am clear. able to yeah, yeah, because be clear, yeah, yeah. That's and, what you mean by that. And, and and it's not a situation where I'm asking for every single detail, right? Yeah. But every church nonprofit organization I've seen, they operate in cycles. You have the same programmatic sure. activity mm-hmm. around the same time every year, and so for me, I, I what I was saying was I think a lot of times people come in and they focus so heavily on the money, and they forget how important time is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah. so what I'm saying is. It's not just about negotiating your money, your pay, because that is very important. But understanding the marketplace tells you that in this industry, people work a lot of overtime. And so that to me is when you go when you're going to churches, when you're going to nonprofits for interviews. I don't think that should be the standard. No, 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 no. no. I'm not saying we're not talking about the standard, bro. But but, but, but you're saying saying, know what you're signing up for? Well, no, no, what one one, I mean, you do need to understand the marketplace you're coming into. For sure. So 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, don't come in there expecting a nonprofit to operate like a corporate because it's it's just a bad that's just a bad mindset to go into it. What I'm saying is if you understand where you're going, you can probably have a more educated conversation about expectations on the front end. Not to say it's okay, oh, absolutely. but to say, hey, look, if you're saying some Saturdays and that turns out to be three Saturdays out of every month, that's not some, that's mm-hmm. most. But, here, but here's the thing, bro. In what college course, in what high school course, in what middle school course were you taught how to negotiate the front end terms of your job. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now. In what church structure have you been taught how to associate or or, or negotiate? That's something that comes by experience. Bro, that's what I'm trying to say. You, yeah. you, you only get yeah, that, you get that by studying or learning. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm never told, hey, you do realize that even though when you signed up for this job or saw this job on, on Indeed, it gave you a number, you're actually able to ask for more based on mm-hmm. what you have done, what you yeah. have earned, what mm-hmm. you have learned. If it says, "Hey, it's optional that you can have can, that you know Spanish." If I know Spanish and you're saying this is an optional thing, and mm-hmm. your value of this job is eighty thousand, yeah. just by me knowing Spanish, my value has now gone up based on the requirements. Mm-hmm. So I should be able to negotiate more than what is on there as the standard. And so for me, I'm like, people should understand their value, understand their worth, and also make their worth and value. At least equivalent enough to pay off what you did in school. If your job isn't paying off what you paid for school, then you're in a wrong job. That's and a tough. So, that's a tough standard to go by, though. Well, okay. You got. Why, doc, would, you, got why doc- would you have the education for something and not end up paying it off? Well, you're saying your job should be able to help you pay it off. I, Absolutely. I'm questioning, like, in, like, what's the time frame on that? Because you got some doctors. Well, wait, no, well, that's, that's, uh, some some doctors are quote unquote, mm. well, they say never pay it off. Yeah. But that's just that's just, that's just credit, whatever it may be. But what I'm what I'm saying is is that 
typically what happens is doctors, they mm-hmm. still have six-figure they're six-figure earners. And they're six-figure in debt. Like they're in debt. For sure, bro. But what, <laughs> you know what, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, 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 is that there's, there's still a, um, an influx of what they're receiving. And what I'm like, for people who are graduating with two degrees and uh, are highly educated, uh-huh. they're, they're, it's not the fact that like, hey, I'm going to pay this off. They can they can they can extend it out to where where it can be where they where where it can end up being a monthly payment stuff like that. But what right. I'm saying is is that at some point in time you should value yourself enough to where what you learned has been appreciated and shown and appreciated in what you're doing. Well, then that, that then it becomes a conversation of where do we place value? Exactly, education versus experience. Experience is applied. Education is theoretical. So so and that's the thing, bro. When you when you place the value in the experience, that is why a lot of people aren't being hired. I mean, no, yeah. I mean I agree. It's it's a catch twenty two. But what I'm saying is I'm Which is why I'm anti cover letter. You're asking me about what I've done and I'm like, I've been at school, nigga. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean that's (laughs) like you're so what have you done? I've been learning for the past 15, 20 years of my life. Yeah, I mean, that, like, I, again, that's a catch-22, <laughs> yeah. but there are also things you can do while you're, if you're coming out of college to let to mitigate Work that. on campus. No, 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 no. I've been in and different things like during, that. While I was in college, I was working on campus. No, Guess but, what I was doing? Washing cars. So but, I can pay for tuition. But, but that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I can't put that on a cover letter. Okay, you can't. But squeaky like clean though. <laughs> I, I we need your car clean though. I got you. Hit my got man's you. up. Stuff. Hit my man's up. And I'm clean though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying is like I I I I think it's I think the expectation to get what you're valued at every time at all times is very tough to live. Oh uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't believe. No that. no I, I, I mean I don't believe I, that. I'm not I'm not saying that. But so I think <clears throat> the the mindset though has to be. At least when you're starting off, that you're gonna have to prove yourself, and I'm not saying it's right. Facts. I'm telling you what the what the situation is. Agree. Because hey, 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 there hey, are people that look good on paper, and yeah, then when it comes to their work ethic, trash, and, trash. And, and, and they so just happen to breeze through college. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, I I think it's I think I think education is a great accomplishment, um, and I I love it when I see black men and women, you know, going after one, two, three, four, five degrees. I love it, but. I think in the space of church, my value becomes less on a degree and more on like my character. Because for you to serve in the church, you're not gonna go to ch- you're not gonna go to school where they teach you how to serve. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, if we're talking about church burnout, you know what I'm saying, and we're talking about working in these spaces. I think sometimes I'll argue that I think there's an overemphasis <clears throat> on education. On the front Which, end? Just in general. You talking about to get a nah, job there? bro. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes. They, hey, yes Brian, front. On the front I, end, I was yeah. surprised that I got up in that mug. Everybody up in there got their PhD except for me, even the three-year-olds. Yeah, and I'm bro. like, bro. So I was very shocked that <laughs> there I is got an, that position. There is an overemphasis. <laughs> and, and and it's not at every church there. It's in certain spaces. Mm-hmm. But there is an overemphasis on education. And we wonder why, you know, we see such high turnover. I think it's because burnout. It's not. But, but, wait, but, but my, my, my thing is, cool, if you're requiring somebody to have the degree or like or make or even the aspect of making it optional when they have it. And not only that. When they've exceeded that, like, 
Why? What was the whole point of our parents and the the, the, the boomers pushing us to go college, college, college? If you're not going to appreciate the saying. fact that when I go through college and I'm getting this job, it's like, wasn't college, university, unity and diversity teaching me how to be as effective as I can in this industry? At a time, Or yes. in the workplace. At a time, bro. But no, like, no, no. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is like the standard right now is mm-hmm. most of our people, especially the women, have their degrees. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, and it's not just one, they're getting two. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then at some point in time, there has to be a level of, I'm going to value myself for the work I put in. I, again, I think that that is very true. But again, you're saying if going to church know and expecting that. the marketplace. <laughs> know the like, bro, if you go to a oh, oh. if you go to a nonprofit and you're like, I got three degrees. I want to be paid one hundred thousand dollars a year. Hey, what nonprofit you working for? Black Lives Matter. You might be able to do that. So I zoom in on me. They get that guap. Where you working at, fam? They get that. And this is not. And this is not to like give people license to to just abuse and overwork people. Because again, because again, I'm I'm what they put in there. I don't know. They that's that splat. It's that splat. That's that splat. But I the black of the mug. (laughs) Crowd coffee roasters. What's good? Timo, well, you know, I I think I think the churches we gotta just ask ourselves where we place value at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I was about to say because even especially with church leadership, um, I think there has to be an awareness also of what you're actually capable of with the people that you have. Because I think a lot of time we expand. Indeed, indeed. we got all this stuff and ideas that we want to do, but we got four people. <laughs> and it's like, bro, I, you got 18 things and you want to do. that's the burnout. I, yeah, I got, we got 18 growth. things that we want to yeah, do. I'm like, my growth. guy, you got four people. You need yeah. to take off nine of these. Yeah. These these other things will will come as y'all grow this particular area. So I'm just like, I feel like the more, because again, I, and, and I'm one of those people that I, we get so excited. We got all these ideas. We want to do these mugs now. Mm-hmm. And because we want to do these now. I need all y'all to be putting in work to what I want to do now. We got to really get off that part. You know what I'm saying? Because we real, we get real selfish about that, and we forget the people that's in front of us. So I think that's another thing on, on the leadership side that we have to work on and so so we can help them not to be burned out. Because, um, again, like I, I tell some of my leaders, like, hey, because I had one come in and say, hey, man, I just really want to serve with y'all, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, that's dope, man. How many Sundays are you working? Mind you, I've, I've met two people who legitimately who haven't sat in a service for two years. Because they've been serving every single Sunday. And I'm just like, that's a that was a problem. I was pissed. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, and so this other cat came in and was like, yo, I want to serve with you. I was just like, well, because this is another accountability thing. It's just like, there's some volunteers. I just want to serve. I just want to serve. Yeah, sometimes you need to sit down. You know? And it's going to be, it's for us to also say, hey, sit down. But yeah, cat was like, hey, I want to serve with y'all. Asked him how many times, like, uh, is he serving throughout the week? Yeah, I work every Sunday. Hey, you can't serve with us, brother. I love you. It, it, find a day where you can sit down and then find another Sunday you want to switch out to be with us, then we can we can talk then. Yeah. You which know? which which then goes to the um <laughs> honest so it it goes to the the topic of even though you may love your church, your church may not be best suited for your situation. Mm-hmm. Like if you are a single mother of 3, Mhm. And your church does not have a children's ministry. It's cool that you love the pastor. It's cool that you love the people. 
but it may be it may be a benefit to you to know when it's time to move on mm-hmm. and know when it's time to go to a situation that will actually <clears throat> help feed your family. And that's just one example. But sure. whatever situation you're in, when you look at it as God's church and not this just one building where this one pastor goes and, and you don't amplify the person who is the teacher mm-hmm. and amplify who gave the teaching, mm-hmm. you'll understand that it's not about where I'm at, but but where I'm at with God in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a kingdom mindset, you're understanding that, okay, bet my source is God. Yeah. And when you're able to make the source Yahweh and you're saying, hey, I'm going to work with man, but for God, yeah. when you work with man and for God, man will never be able to hold a dollar sign over you to make you move and make you shake based off of the requirements they have, nice, the stipulations they put on you. You'll be able to be like, no, I understand my value yeah. and I'm going to move how God wants me to move. And understanding that also, mm. and here's here's the tough part for me. Mm. It's the That's aspect good. of the 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 That's good. the legal requirements, right? If we have a contract, That's different, yeah. you are legally obligated mm-hmm. to pay me what I'm owed. Yeah. And if you're not willing to pay me what I'm owed legally, mm-hmm. that shows there's an issue morally. Yeah. And, and to that, yeah. I I agree with 100 percent with it, with everything you just said. I think That's rare. No, it's not. You just, you just <laughs> want to play. You're the greatest victim in your story. God, I was. I just need a hug. Hey, bro. <laughs> you want to hug Mocha? <laughs> Whoa! Did you just? I did. Wow. I did. You want to drink to it? That just happened. Y'all, wild. First of all, y'all are wild. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. but, this, this is where you put the cutscene. Oh my gosh! And but, then we, we randomly get back to churches. Will uh, churches <laughs> churches will exploit that though? They'll be like, "You're working for the Lord," and this all is these ministry. things. This is ministry. This is ministry. And, get the, and hear me. I'm the. I'm going to be the Sorry. biggest advocate. God. I'm going to be. I'm I hope always you don't see this. I'm all. Oh yeah, you. Uh, you kind of turned up right now. Trying to get Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, bro. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. Go ahead. But no, yeah. So I'm I'm always gonna be the biggest advocate of like understanding that when you're working in ministry and you're serving the Lord, yeah. It's it's actually supposed to be tough. Right? I say by this. the sweat of your brow. <laughs> I'll say this. You're dealing with people. You're dealing with people, and it's just like, you know, even if you're suffering, you know, you're a light Christ in that. So mm-hmm. but I think churches weaponize that. Yeah. Ministries weaponize that. Go ahead. It's gone now. Um, no, you kill it. You can kill it, Sway. Thank you. You kill it. Play back there drinking out of drink. Mm. That's Johnny Walker, my my oh, brother. Sorry. Red label. Oh, you don't blame me. What you using your hands? You caught red handed. Literally. Yeah. To all my kids probably watching this. <laughs> anyways. Lies. Anyways. <laughs> man, you exposed my man. <laughs> you exposed my man. Well, don't listen to him. You don't know him. It's brown. It's brown it's pineapple juice, guys. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah um, but yeah. So I think churches are, churches are weaponized that man, and yeah. they'll and they'll say, "Oh, you're working for the Lord. You're doing these things." And what we forget is that while nothing I do here 
from a from a point from a standpoint of like eternity will reap on this earth, right? All these things will ring ring through till the end of time through eternity. But we have to look at what is it from a business standpoint, because we've even had these conversations a little bit. How do we exercise biblical principles, Christian standards, even in the workplace? Yeah. If I have a guy or a girl, whatever, that is working and serving and and being faithful in their work, mm-hmm. going above and beyond without having to be at being be asked, there should be some compelling inside of you as their leader, as their bossy or whatever, to say, okay, hey man, like I see you working, mm-hmm. right? And I see you doing these things. Let's do something. You know what I'm saying? It's something of substance. Don't just say, hey, let's have a pizza party because you did good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's do yeah. something of substance. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and again. Add some longevity to it. Yeah, add some, yeah. Add some you know, hey, I, I see you've been working real hard lately. You know, we can't raise your salary, but I can give you five extra vacation days. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, we, we can't raise you to the salary we you want to be at, but hey, you're at. You're at 38 right now. We can put you at 42. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and and, and that's and that's also what I what I was going back to my point earlier. Like, we have to under, understand the value of time, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're going into corporate, right? If you go into corporate settings, you can negotiate way differently. You can negotiate way differently than you can if you go into a church or a nonprofit. Their income is limited. You know what I'm saying? And so it is. It is. Yeah. Now, no. No. Now, no, now. no. No. Look. Look. I. I. Re- Look, I, I the last thing I will ever do is tap someone's pockets when it comes to the Fact. church nonprofits. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not there to say because all the information is actually public. Right. But I could care less. It's for me. It's not about yo, y'all made this much, so that means I just no, 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 right, right. Or I that's did, or I did nah, this much. Yeah. I deserve this much. It's like respect yeah. to it's, I it's, as a whole, it, my value. It, it's a concept, right? It's a concept yeah. of how are you honoring the work I'm putting in? Exactly. It's not that yeah. I'm owed something. Yeah. It's we serve the same God mm-hmm. and we have the same standard that we're held to. So if that is the case, let's ask ourselves, you see me working or I see you working. How would the Lord handle this situation? Is there, is there some honor to be had here? And right? the Lord, honestly, I, my answer to that is the Lord will multiply. The Lord will multiply. And so Very if the Lord so. is multiplying, it's like, yo, <clears throat> I should not be working the job of three people. Yeah. I agree. And so agree. because of that, please get me some help so that I can do what I'm actually required to do at the best capable. Like now you said, it, it takes you, you humility said, on that leader part. It does to be it, able to pull back and say, "Hey, I right, bet." Like you, I hear what you're saying. You said something very important. A lot of people automatically go to the money. You said, "Give me some help." Yeah, there has to yeah. be also a check in yourself. That says just because I'm doing three jobs doesn't mean I should be doing three jobs. Exactly. What and am and, 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 what am I what what extra is on my plate that is keeping me from where the Lord has specifically equipped me to be? Yeah. And so I think sometimes we automatically and I'm 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 very much so um, guilty of this. I'm like I'm doing X Y Z. I'm at the end of the alphabet, so we're going back to A. One, two, B, three. B, C. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You like, got to go to one, y, one, I'm doing, right, right, right. I'm doing all <laughs> the these things, bro. <laughs> and I recently came to the realization of like, wow, this is not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> like, you like, knew what it was when you signed up. Right. Well, well, here, here's, the, here's the crazy part. Some of these things I actually went after, and, and it was a real need in the organization. Mm-hmm. But... Now there's a situation. Now there is a time coming up to where it's like, oh, I can actually, or well, they're saying, hey, Trey, do we need to bring somebody in? 
I have, you have to sometimes check yourself and be like, yo, I'm not defined by this work. Also, I don't need to be doing all this. You know what I'm saying? So I think automatically we run to the money. And that's, again, why my point was at the beginning, the time aspect. Because when you're doing so many different things, there's something that, that you're splitting your attention on that needs and deserves your full undivided attention. Facts. Absolutely. And, and my, my I, I feel like if there was any takeaway that I want anybody to have, it is first when you communicate mm-hmm. what you're doing as opposed as opposed to what you were asked to do, mm-hmm. you're now placing the responsibility Ooh, yeah. where it's supposed to be. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, either you're going to act like require me to get me some help, mm-hmm. or you'll actually pay me what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. Those are the options. And that's that's simple as that. But what happens is when that's not done, that can lead to um, uh, insecurities of abandonment, resentment, resentment, frustration, ab- like uh, bitterness, uh, uh, bitterness and anxiety. Yeah. I've seen people literally have anxiety attacks from overdoing themselves yeah. in nonprofit organizations. Mm-hmm. And it's like people that struggle with anxiety aren't as quick to communicate. When it's happening. Mm-hmm. And so my encouragement is, hey, if you're experiencing anxiety in the workplace, please communicate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. if you're in a church-based organization. That, I was about that to say, helps you come quick. Yeah, and because uh, another thing with that, too, is just like, because a lot of these people who are telling you, do this, do this, do this, do this, they actually don't even understand the time that it takes yeah. to do this and, yeah. this and this and this and this. And so, if you yeah, if you don't communicate those things, they're going to think it's just a, a click of the button. You know what I'm saying? Because I have some people say... Like, even for me, hey, do a video for me. And they didn't recognize the video that I just did took about six, seven hours. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, just go ahead and put it together. I'm like, fam. Put it together. Yeah, and I, and I think one of my... It's like PowerPoint. One of my Off favorite, the clock, too. Off the clock. It's 10 p.m. Hey, facts. Bruh. One of my One of my favorite principles I've learned in working in a nonprofit is the concept of leading up. Okay. So, on, Craig Rochelle? Yeah. That's what I heard of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Break it down because I'm I'm unfamiliar. Okay, so essentially um, it comes from his Navy ship commander Mm -hmm. that um, he was like, hey, it's I have the power. The concept is he has the power to make decisions, but he doesn't also he doesn't always necessarily have the most accurate and up to date information to act on. Right. And so the job of the leader is to send a resource down. The job of the people he's leading is to send information up. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so when you do that, right? Yeah. You know about this? Uh, That's fire. Yeah, yeah. So the concept is, right, if I'm doing something and in that scenario, like I literally had that scenario where I had to break down like, hey, bro, I just spent the last four and a half months yeah. researching how to do video editing, how to shoot videos, three-point lighting. Now I'm learning how to edit. This process, because I'm not trained and I'm self-taught, this process is easily six hours of video. Yeah. What he said was, okay, bet, what do you need? That is how the that that is how that conversation should go. Yep. Bang, right? Bang, and, yeah. bang, bang. And now it's like, okay, Trey, how many hours are you spending? Cool. How many videos are we doing a week? Cool. Maybe we need to get you some help. Yeah. I sent him the information. Right? Now the information changes because it's like I've gotten a little bit better. Maybe I can train somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the concept, but but here's the thing. A lot of times we feel, yeah, yeah. The, a lot of times we feel bogged down by the amount of work we have and we forget 
to simply communicate. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. communicate, that tells you a lot about who's leading you. Because if I tell you I got all these things going on <clears throat> and your response is, okay, we'll figure it out, I'm in the wrong place. Prioritize your time better. Right. I'm in it's the like, wrong wait. place. I'm in the wrong place. If I'm telling you I need something and yeah. you're not sending a resource down for me to do my job, but the expectations are still the same. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro. Move. Time yeah. to get that two week notice. Hey. Don't be fooled. I'm not the special. Hey, y'all know what time it is. It's time for smoke. Smoke. Shout out to the live studio audience. You feel me? Make some noise. I'll push you out the window. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Get to the other book. Hey, yo. So this is the section where we allow those in the live studio audience to give their two cents, break stuff down, and communicate with us. Um, I'm actually going to place the mic their way so they can come up and speak. Um, you don't let them talk about anything? If they want to break stuff down in, in, in other ways, too, I'm definitely down. You know what I'm saying? Any smoke y'all got. Yeah, any smoke y'all got. Or, you I know like what I'm saying? Like, or if you want to just kind of talk about what we just talked about now, it, the floor is open. That's okay. Let's hear it, Maya. Oh, she wrote. She took notes. No, what? Y'all she don't need the cup, Sway. She don't need the cup, Sway. She don't need the cup, Sway. She took notes. Let's get it. Let's get it. She took notes. No, she don't need the cup. I just, I just took notes because I was like, ah, well, if I'm going to have to say something. I need to know what I'm gonna say. Um, but no, so you said something about making an overemphasis about having degrees and yeah. church like that. So yeah. my biggest thing is the church is still a business. Mm. So it is still, I think it is still good to have people that do have degrees. Why is it always me? <laughs> It's always me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Keep going. No, it's quiet. Well, I also had a well, also had a comment towards you. Yeah. I, I think you might have said something. Yeah, but anyways, get that nigga. I think he it, it's it. still necessary <laughs> to have people that have degrees, right? For just operating business. So, yeah. so like, I have an MBA mm-hmm. and I work at a church. Never thought I would, mm-hmm. but I do. And I also do feel like I get paid at the rate that I would if I were in the regular marketplace. Mm, you know what NBA going for these days? I know that. For a black woman? I get that. <laughs> for someone with less experience. No, no, no. I, I Notice I said an NBA. I understand. For a black woman. Not no experience tag on it. NBA. You NBA young girl. I'm I got wow. I got two words: diversity and inclusion. I understand. I could probably you get paid more. Bubble, <laughs> double plus tax. <laughs> Continue. Before I say Continue. But <laughs> y'all aren't helping me in the, in my yeah, in my yeah. argument. I know. My, I don't really have a long argument. It's just that I believe that it is important to have people in the church that have degrees so that the church can operate as business. Yeah, yeah, and I never said it wasn't necessary. I said it's overemphasis. And the fact that people look at church as a business is a problem. That's that's literally what I was about to say. Like, Cuz I was about to say even with these degrees, it should always be spirit led. You in the church, I don't care what your Why can it be? But, but why can't but why can't it be? When you file as a non-profit you are now declaring yourself as a business, and well, actually, yeah, and actually, church fine. churches that's don't true. have to um, declare themselves they as don't. a nonprofit exactly. yeah. because you just you just already yeah. are. You already have that. Status. But but why is it a problem to 
call yourself a business. So because well, when you when yeah, you see people as customers, because that's literally what happens. Get these niggas. You see people as customers. Uh, this is niggas. this is my ahead, experience. Yeah, okay. yeah, this is okay. just my experience. Okay. Get these Most niggas. of the places that I've seen that talk about and heard even where I've been, yeah. when they operate as a business, mm-hmm. they, they start making a lot of political decisions, a lot yeah. of not spirit-led decisions. They try to do what, what's going to bring in the most people, which means uh-huh. more money. Mm. And with this money, we can do this and we just bring it. Is that done from a leadership perspective? In my, hold on, let me. Well, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me back clean up. In the quick. church? Yeah. Let me back. Uh-huh. Let me let me back Wait, clean is up. Is it done from what? Is it done from a leadership perspective or? A... It's my finger. It's a fingertip. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. Done. Okay, but okay. So my my comment to that is yeah, yeah. so. But when you do have all of this money and you don't have someone that. If it's just all spirit-led. No, 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 no. They can have the degree. Have the degree. But that is a tool for the Holy Spirit to be able to use for what you need to do. That's all I'm saying. But, but even though I call it a business, doesn't mean that it's not so, spirit-led. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let's, let me back clean up real quick. What's up? So here, oh, oh, hey, oh, wait, brother. <laughs> um, so I said an overemphasis. Right. Churches need, churches need accountants. For sure. Churches need people who understand organizational structure. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Churches need lawyers. But she's just addressing Agreed. the emphasis. I said overemphasis. But, but she's just addressing the emphasis. That has that still has to be done. All right, and, and, yeah. So, so I'm, what I'm saying is, my comment is directed towards not people having degrees. It's just it's it's, it's too much of some. I don't degree. think every position in the church is a requirement for a degree. I would I, I would agree, agree with that. that. So so and, that. and that and so here's my point. Yeah. Here. Even and 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 I I'm very very particular about words. Even when people say church is a business, I got in trouble with this last week. Even when people say church is a business, that is wrong. Church is not a business. God is not in the it, God is not in the in the business and the workings of bottom lines. I, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I would oh, wait, say, wait, wait. I would say okay. most churches are a business though. When I, you when you declare yourself I'm in not the talk, business bro. world or corporate world, Bruh. you are a business. Bruh, that's that's not that's not what I'm Obviously. saying. Okay, babe, go ahead. You don't have to follow the He problem. said, tell me to go. And he just kept <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro. You good. You good. I know you're passionate. I love you, though. <laughs> ah, how does that fit? <laughs> what I'm saying, so what I'm saying is it's not a problem for there to be a business aspect. There's not a problem for things to be in order. That, that, that's not an issue. Okay? That's not a problem. That is very much so biblical. God is a God of order. God is a God. What are y'all doing? He started rubbing his beard. I thought something was about beard, and so he started rubbing his beard. Why is like, everything just... about you, Mitchell? <laughs> God, dog. <laughs> that's... Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Okay, look, because Maya been on the hot seat. I got to get to her. So what I'm saying. So what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm, so all I'm trying to say is things are okay with there being these aspects to bringing order to the body. But people don't exercise it in moderation. Okay. There is an over, again, there's an overemphasis on these things. And so what you see more often than not is that people are justified in the church by what they're able to accomplish in the real world. As opposed to saying, hey, how do you serve? Where's your heart for God? Right. And not to say you again, not to say you can't have a degree, have two, three, four, five degrees and still have a and not have a heart for God. But what I'm saying is where let's be honest. Do we see the church putting more emphasis right now? And so, it's, it's so, so is it is it the church is 
because a church and using your gifts is for the purpose of edifying the body, is it now, okay, bet, I learned this in the real world, but I also have to have the, the, the perspective of being that I'm working for a church, my goal is to edify the body in this place. Right, right, right. So, 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 and that, that's an individual standpoint, right? I'm not, I'm not coming from an individualistic standpoint. Okay. I'm coming from, like, church leadership, right? Okay. And so, yes, that is 100% true because <clears throat> the Lord can use you to exercise and hone your gift mm-hmm. in real-world settings. That's not, that's not in contention right now. What is in contention, again, is holistically the church is is put is placing an overemphasis on real world quali- on worldly qualifications that's all i'm saying i don't think there's anything wrong with degrees i think that is beautiful because i think that shows the flexibility the diversity and duality of the lord to say you can also be spiritual but also have these real world applicable tools right mm-hmm. but one has to precede the other so question uh-huh. so if there's an overemphasis on degrees, uh-huh. what should it look like instead of that? Uh, let's use the D word, discipleship. Okay, elaborate. Because I mean, like, because you I can say it's a cop out. It's not. It's not. But it's I mean, not. like, okay, so it's not. It's not. Why? Why would you even suggest that discipleship is a cop out? Are you? It's a, she asks if there's an overemphasis mm-hmm. of degrees. And it should be discipleship. So what I'm saying is... So, so, so what, what you're saying is, is when somebody is interested in hire somebody, that means they should be willing to disciple them. I think... If that's the case, then, uh-huh. when you're telling somebody on the other end, yo, um, you need experience, it's like, well, if my experience is based on my character, uh-huh. that's what the purpose of discipleship is for, to build my character. Okay, cool. I'm just going to speak from my, from my, from my experience. Okay. Church I grew up in, Every youth pastor has been an outside hire since I left. Dang. Does anybody see an issue with that? I got you. Dang. Okay, I get what you're saying. There's no one that's in the church that has been. If the church is a community and in community there should be leaders. Mm. You ain't got nobody? You telling me you got to go. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, he, he he has a great degree. He went to this school, this school. Okay. You telling me there ain't been a kid here that you couldn't pour into, that you couldn't raise up? So let me ask you this: what what roles of the church do you think it needs to be like? Hey, we need to look at their spiritual walk a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. They're teaching and or right. I'm sorry, between finances, who what roles? So I mean, I, I think yeah, I think that to be? that part I think is a little more obvious, right? Is that kind of what you were? Sit back on the trash <laughs> can. No, no, I was just saying, is that? Hey girl, do, 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 please stay with me tonight. Hey, don't leave me, girl. Hey, no, it was it was just what you a dancer. Hey, yeah. What roles do y'all think need to be more looked at when it concerns this particular discussion? Like, hey, well, he made me think about it. Like, you made me think about the difference in like your administrative roles 
versus like pastoral. Yeah. And I think that might be the difference. Yeah. I mean, it's very obvious that an accountant can be discipled, but I probably want somebody with an accounting degree. degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My youth pastor doesn't necessarily need a finance degree. That's cool. That's amazing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for maturation, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I'm just a little, again, I'm a little confused why I see a lot of times churches are struggling to hire some of these positions. And I'm wondering, like, these are things that people can be developed in. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is discipleship. Which is discipleship. But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I thought it was a cop out. And then you're saying the aspect of like, yo, hire based on character. How would you like how what's the best way to see somebody's character? I get that, bro, but like uh-huh. when you're discipling somebody, you're building their character. experience. Yeah, just but that but that that's my point. That's my Appreciate whole point. you. Thank you, Maya. That's my whole point. You feel me? Yeah, it's catch twenty two, bro. Life is full of catch twenty two. Oh, so check it. Is the camera right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the camera right? Hold on, hold on. Y'all can't see. All I'm saying is, y'all can't see. He got a hole in his tights. All I'm saying is, they don't want to put in work. They want a microwave youth pastor. You say what? Say that again. They don't want to put in the work to disciple our youth. They want a microwave youth, youth pastor. pastor. Who is they? The church. The church. I'm not going to lie. If they're, if they're switching youth pastors every five seconds, they don't want to actually put in the work to raise someone up. They go off of the fact that your hat backwards. I, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> they go off the fact they, that your hat backwards. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They rather you listen to LaCroix. I believe. Hey, you hear me. backwards and you wear skinny jeans. You hear Caleb E. Wiley. He said they go off the fact that your hat backwards. It's, 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 it's I'm, 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 I'm not going to be so And I, I'll take the smoke. I'm not going to be so quick to go on that because at the end of the day, when you see somebody who has good character, uh-huh. who has the qualifications, yeah. Is a lover of God, uh-huh. a good family man, right? And then you try them out as a youth pastor. And it's like, man, this isn't working out for our church. Yeah, you have the ability to make an adjustment. Well, yeah, and it's not. I'm not against. I'm yeah. not 100 percent against outside hires, but I'm, but my question is, why is that? I, I see that more than you know. And it, and you told me I can't go here, so I'm gonna tiptoe around it as much as I possibly Who can. Who said you can't go there? You did, boss man. When did I say you can't go there? Wherefore, how for how come? Why? You did. It's easy. Inconsistencies of being able to travel across the the inconsistencies. Mm, Keep going. In your predicament. Uh (laughs) 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 Nah, I'm. I'm. I. I just. Wait. wait, What? What did I say? You can't touch on. Entrepreneurship. Next week, tune in for entrepreneurship. (laughs) 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 He not picking up what I'm putting down. I'm not. You know what it is? The skin? I always talk about black people. Oh. Oh, uh, well, you told me I couldn't. Yeah. Talk about black people? You, you, oh. said that, you said at the what beginning of this. You, he what? did. Yeah. You, you said, have. You see that red button? That says record. Church. Meaning, you recording. Specific church or organization. You have literally the worst memory of anybody under 50 that I know. <laughs> Dang. Under 50? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and. He knows it. He knows it. And for reference, I just insulted a battle rapper, and he has no comeback. So he knows it's true. Dang. <laughs> that is 
Dappy. <laughs> oh, no okay. Dap okay. No dap up. I, I don't even remember what I said. Uh. That's so sad, bro. Dang. Wait, wait. The proof is in the pudding. Say? What did I say? I literally said, I want to make this. I, I think this would be more specific to black churches. And he was like, nah, bro. I want to bash the black church. I want to bash the black church. No, no, Something on those lines. Anti bashing the black church because if we're talking about church in general, no, okay, bet. If that's where you're going, nigga. Ho, oh, oh, ho, brother, ho, oh, 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 ho, that's what I'm just saying. If, you if, if, if you're putting an emphasis on black church, I'm like, yo, this is churches in general. This is if we're talking the, 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 if if the I context really, was overworking and church burnout, he didn't say it. This isn't a church problem. This is a church. This is a ministry in general problem. A nonprofit. Yeah. And so, like for me, I'm like, mm. I'm not, my goal isn't to bash the church in like. It's not, it's, I'm, I'm not trying to bash the church. We this is a solution based podcast, and so I'm like, yo, let's address the problem. Let's try to come to an agreement on what we can do to do better. Yeah. On yeah. our end, what can I do yeah. in the now? Agreed. What can I do in the future? What can I do for my legacy? Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying, I'm not making it. <laughs> it's me about yo. I'm not making it about a black church when it comes when it comes to just this topic because that's a church in general. No, I was. Do I don't yeah. think. Were you going there? No. <laughs> You don't know because you jumped on me. was going off because you kind of just oh, oh. kept talking. That's on me. Finish the topic. Yeah, I gotta hear this. So what I was gonna say in my experience, when I Dang. see black churches, and that's these are ones that I've been in, mm-hmm. and the ones I've had the pleasure of mm-hmm. observing, mm-hmm. they struggle with discipleship, and when it comes to hiring, your churches. I mean, the church you grew up in. What are they doing right now with their youth pastor? Whoa, you going there? Dang, my church, my my church, I grew up in same thing. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not saying this is all black churches, but I'm talking from a place of experience. And so what I'm I'm just (laughs) again, he's a battle rapper, guys. He likes to argue. I'm saying, I'm saying the fact that you're not arguing. <laughs> <laughs> right. The fact that you're not up. arguing. Take it down right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Take it down. Right. Why can't Why can't I be a, a gamer? Why Why can't I be a? Uh, you don't get paid in the game. Who Who, who knows you? Huh? Why can't I be? Because you're on contract. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're on contract, nigga. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, hey yo. Um, so that's that's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to bash the black church. I think, you know, I, I see in my experience, I've, I've I grew up in one, in college I was in one, and now you know I go to a more diverse church, and what I'm seeing is, <sighs> man, I have more to say. I'm waiting. What I'm waiting. Yeah. What I'm what I'm seeing is is like. And and this is even a deeper conversation. But what I'm seeing is again, that's where I see more of an overemphasis on the like education in the black church. Yes, not in a you. Wait, 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 fam. Have no, ever, sir. Have you ever applied for a youth pastor job at a white church? Because I, I don't. Have. I don't have to apply. Have they to? just ask. <laughs> but it's it's still the requirements of education. No, I don't see that I, again. My experience. I'm not saying this is not blanketed. I'm, I'm that's not even about that. That's not even about that. That's, look at Wes. He's shaking his head. He's raising his hand. Same thing. You put your hand up. I, I agree with what you're saying. My, my experience is that I 
Well, 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 you need to get on the mic. Well, so what? So, 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 yeah, yeah. So, so all I'm saying is, this is I'm not I'm not going to categorize and blanket all black churches or all you know non dom non dom churches. What I'm saying in my experience this is what I've seen, and so and so I'm saying it's less about discipleship and more about outsourcing. It's yes, but but it's it's we have to outsource, and I don't know if they're making these connections. We have to outsource because we're negating the biblical system that the Lord has given us. I would say that. Oh. <laughs> like I said, bro, look, we went to two yeah, very prominent black but. churches oh. in the area, and what they doing right now, fam? I, they just outsourced. I'm saying, bro, it's crazy. But I wouldn't need to confirm with the statements and allegations. Go ahead. What up, easy beasy, beautiful? What? Wow, what? Cover girl. He shake his head. Hey, yeah. <laughs> what? Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. What's hey, yeah. Byron. <laughs> you can't. You can't. No. Check hey, your head. Check yeah. your head. One All time, right, bro. So, anyways, I, I got up here just because I was gonna say that. Um, hearing what you were saying, that's that's been my experience as well. You know what I mean? Like growing up in a black church, going to school, going to black churches, and now um, coming back around full circle to where now I'm. You know, seeing more up close what it's like, you know, how they do business and how things are done at a white church, primarily white church. And I've seen it, it's kind of crazy how much inward like promotion, like, you know, like people that have been their own own kids. I'm talking about like they've got the particular the particular church I'm, I'm thinking of right now has as a has a um, <laughs> has a has a youth like a head youth pastor that they grew up in their church. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly bringing people up, like, "Hey, like you've been working with us for this 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 many years, so long. And we're going to promote you to being head over these other areas." It's not. It's like almost no outside hires. It's almost all inside hires. It's all like focused on discipleship. Whereas, it's I won't say all focused on discipleship because that that could be a lot. But like, it's yeah. more discipleship focused. Inside hires, I would say you're focused on discipleship. Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, for sure. And I'm yeah, and it's not that it can't. It's always going to be right, but I'm just saying like that's what I've seen more coming from white churches mm-hmm. than I ever have seen in black churches personally. That's that's just an experience that I've had, and so sure. I feel yeah, you when you say I, that. I, I, I will say it's it's a danger to make a personal experience or an exception become a rule. Yeah, as to for say, sure. Hey, yo, this went wrong because I saw this happen. You know what I'm saying? Because if that's I, I don't. If somebody's able to be a youth pastor for an extended amount of period or extended amount of time, two to three years plus, I think that's a successful, you know, saying execution of what you were doing. You know, what I'm saying as far as like you, know, yeah. you met the standards, things like that. <coughs> for uh, sure. But also, yes, obviously, if we're looking for the wrong that happened, we'd be able to always pick, pry, and, and find where something went wrong. But I did not know that most, in your experience, most white churches didn't outsource and would actually find youth pastors and who they built up. If that's the case, I would say that's fire. I was yeah, about to, even, even in the so, church, I, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. So what's, so what's the, what's the difference then? Okay. So like you said, you're in a predominantly white church, so they're doing discipleship in the church to bring up their people for the youth. So what's the difference between your church and they're bringing in five outside. So, so, to, so the church I grew up in, I, I don't go there anymore right now. Okay. Neither do I. So 
the church I grew up in, and he can attest because our churches. I would either confirm or deny. They were <laughs> okay. I won't ask him to, but the church a person in this room went to. Their their youth ministry were was booming at the same time as the church I grew up in, right? And so I know multiple people, multiple people that grew up not only in my church but in his church. And I know where they go to church at now. Our yes. churches collaborated multiple A lot. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like a lot. I don't I'm know t- why. We, we, might, we might have actually seen each other before. We this. probably have. Like, so when so I. So, like, when y'all two left, so, so, it just went down. So, so here. So here it, it, it's uh, not about when it, we left. It's, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not us. It's not us. Ended up transitioning. All right. So, so here's a basic, here's a basic principle of leadership. The position will always outlast the person who holds it. That's facts. That's facts. Okay. That's facts. So. If that is the case, right? Even even like it's secular from a secular standpoint, they get this, right? Okay. So if the position is going to be there longer than the person, one of the main functions of someone in a leadership role is identifying somebody who can carry out the mission when you are gone. Yeah. 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 So I guess the problem is investment then. Discipleship. discipleship yes yeah. that is the problem that, yeah, that like that is the problem like when you see a church that can re, that can reproduce and refill positions <clears throat> in their body right from within that can be one of two things i'm not gonna blame again we're not speaking generally right either it's just a whole bunch of nepotism or one other possibility is that they're building people up Right, the church I go to now, we've been through so many, so many youth pastors and young adult pastors. Every single one of them I've sat next to on Sunday. Haven't had to outsource, you know what I'm saying? Haven't had to go find people. People come to the church and they get plugged in, right? But there's not a lot of posting jobs on Indeed because they have people who are getting poured into. They have people who are doing life with one another. Well, if that's the case, then that is a counter to because you go to a predominantly black church, right? No, no, not right now. I grew up in one. I go to a predominantly white church now. It's pretty diverse. It's predominantly white. I'm trying to help us out. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't help you out either. I don't want to lie. I came from the outside. Do not want to lie. He said, I came from the outside. So, yeah. Outside? From the church. I'm not from my. Where you? I didn't grow up from the church that I'm at now. I didn't grow up there. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for not sure. at all. So, but what they outsourced like a mother. Outside hire at a black church. What? No, wait. Uh, but, He's but from you, you went to your church a couple years before you actually. Went not at all. No, no, nope. no, he did not. Oh. DP brought I him in. I literally came from kids across America. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it's that's not whoa, the DP whoa, though. Bro, he got whoa, it right. No, I literally came from. He said, "Stop snitching." You're Florida. Yeah, I came from Florida to camp to. I Texas. thought you were there for a little bit. Not no, at all. Nah, he wasn't. My first time meeting the pastor was my first day on the job. That's crazy. Shout out to I had a phone whoever, conversation whoever with him. Was the connection? And, 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 and you know what's crazy? Shout I know to. kids that grew up in that ministry. Yeah, they were my campers. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes, too. I, I, I can relate. So that's all I'm saying, bro. Is I think we look for qualifications where the Lord has already provided things. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, disciple your people, money. You had another question? No, man. You, Y'all got some more smoke for the, the, for the smoke the session. Yeah, yeah, come, come to the mic. Come to the yeah, mic. Yeah, come on. It's about to get real windy. Yeah, that, was my, that was my thought. Okay, what okay. was your thought? Did you want to say something too? In the, in the back, I don't want to say names if you're not coming with your name. Did you want to say something? Matcha. You go next? Okay, back. Three, What's three the, minutes. You got three minutes. Let's go. Right, let's hit it. All right, what you got? That cup is good. Three minutes that cup is good. Watch my cup. That cup is good. I'm gonna start when she starts. My question is, why? How can you? How can you disciple kids who don't want to be discipled? That's the difference, in my opinion. There, there. So, in my experience, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. There's again, you got 23 kids up in there. You know what I'm saying? At least two or three are going to. Well, you got to build relationship with these two or three. You know what I'm saying, and be on a consistent basis. Yeah. So I got kids that were in seventh grade who are seniors now. Come on, them Talk cats is working. They yeah. putting in work and yep. serving. You know what I'm saying yep. in a way that they were not serving when they were in That's seventh grade. But no, but here's no, the thing. But again, no. this is but this is seventh through with, with any organization. You gotta spend time. Recognize the leaders. Oh man. And you invest in the leaders real the quick. Others will follow. Yeah. Simple and, as that. And, 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 and I and this is not pointed to you, but I heard a lot of that growing up. Mm-hmm. I think the 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 tendency in certain spaces is to treat every kid like your child. Yeah. If you disciple somebody. You cannot treat them as your child. Mm-hmm. You have to dis- you have to invest and develop them, and yeah. that is a different approach than it is your child. Because your child is do what I say. Mm-hmm. My disciple is follow me as I follow Jesus. Yeah. There is a certain accountability that I that my that I would have for a disciple that at the age of twelve my father didn't have for me. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, like no kid is gonna want to sit down. And read the Bible. I don't think that's necessarily the best way to go about. It. Not saying this is how you're going about it, but I, I'm just saying like most kids, their first check box, their first check box on, on, on a sheet. If you ask what they want to do, isn't going to be, I want to be discipled. We all hope yeah. and pray for those kids. Yeah, we all want those kids. Yeah, that's not every kid. Not every kid. The work. No, that, I know it's not every yeah, kid. Yeah, it's the minority. And so like you got like you have to show them we value. Yeah, yeah. You have to you have to be consistent, but you have to show them value before they before you get buy in. Offer it. And 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 that's one of the things that I'm like I, I'm I'm work I'm growing in more and more as I've been uh-huh. in this particular position. Because even with one of the kids, it's like we don't be having Bible study all the time. We have parkour sessions. And we get to talk about hardcore parkour, and this brother be asking questions. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like, that hey, that's the office. You can do the office. That's the office now. I can't do the office. You can do the office. Mitchell, you are the greatest victim to ever have lived. Dang, that's in twice. Any story. Wow. Dang. Dang. Wow. Just, Who's keeping score? <laughs> he Who's said, "I like fairness." <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a relationship building, though. Said. You know what I'm saying? It's not a straight, "Hey, kid, come do Bible study with me." They got to know that you. It's hard to get a relationship built. A relationship built when every two six months there's somebody new. With you? No, I've been there. I'm talking about the youth pastors. Oh, that's facts. Yeah. It, yeah, that's facts. But so, in my experience, it's hard for them to connect when there's somebody new every season. Is that but the kids' but fault? You, but you're not new, though. You got to be wait, connecting wait, wait, wait. and discipling these kids. I, I, oh, I, yes. You know that's, what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, I don't think I don't I don't think this it's 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 incumbent upon anybody to uh, recognize blame or fault mm-hmm. in the aspect of okay, well, because the the pos, not the position. 
but the person holding the position keeps switching. Yeah. That means, therefore, the leadership. Because, like, at the end of the day, people can interview well. Yeah. People can be well. Yeah. People can have great characters, uh-huh. but might not be a great fit for that organization. No, I, I agree. I And, 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 and the, the thing is about the concept of a, you, you can talk, but the concept of, 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 of a, because we're, we're talking specifically about a youth pastor or even a pastor mm-hmm. or even somebody in a leadership position. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, going back to what I said before, just because you are a great youth pastor at this church yeah, doesn't mean you'll be a great youth pastor in the somebody else's church. church. Yeah, That's yeah. Facts. And yeah. so, like, yo, I applied at youth pastor position at predominantly white churches. Mm-hmm. I interviewed well. I had all the requirements that were supposed to be, like, that there were said. In fact, I exceeded the expectation because I have a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did not choose me. Because mm-hmm. you're black. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you said that loud. Wow. Um, oh, ho, brother. Ho, oh, ho, hey, ho, ho, ho. Wow. Got oh. too much dip on your chip. Now, now, now. Shit. You may have a point. Gosh. What? <laughs> Sway is in the truth corner hey, yo, tonight. Sway the <laughs> Sweet had too much to drink. We're, we're, hey, <laughs> hey, we got to flash the bow out. We we got to flash the bow out. Me where he ch- where he pressing violin. <laughs> Everybody Everybody the violin. Oh snap! Hey, bitch, bitch. They said his dreads are too long. Huh? What voice did you whoa, 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 brother! Wow. <laughs> we got one more question. Bro. Okay, yeah, I, but I will say this. I will say that. Oh God. It's really not stopping. It's a great song. How long is the trigger? Wow, that's Are we going into in those bars right now? Oh, the fade is happening. Okay, there we go. Baby, 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 baby. Oh, okay. So I'm just introducing the person so that she can actually come up here. Why she wait? Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Come on. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. What's going on right now? No, but this is it's gonna get us back on the actual like topic. That was great. Wow. You could have just. Wow. You didn't even say her name. You could have. You could have just. You introduced somebody without. You know the best way for us to stay on topic Y'all is for you just to talk about with the topic. So I wanted to talk about the multiple hats thing that we were speaking about. Okay. Um, yeah. And just since y'all are all experienced in ministry, what advice would you give to a new person coming in ministry with multiple hats? And feel like they're being overworked. I think kind of going back to what we stated earlier, too, it's just like being able to write out here are the things that I'm doing and giving it to the person that's like leading over them. Because, again, these people that's leading over them, they aren't paying attention to the details of certain things. They're just paying attention to the big picture. You know what I'm saying? Because oftentimes they themselves wear multiple hats, which is true. And I've and I've I've done that before. Yeah, I've been in that space before where a leader was just like, "Well, hey, back in my day, I used to do boom, 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 boom. I used to preach, then I used to get up and do the offering, then I used to get up and sing." Yeah. But it's like because you built that culture, you think that's the culture that's actually right. that you think that's a standard. You know what I'm saying? But right. it's like you you have to, like you said, lead up. Mm-hmm. You know, and giving them the information that's going to help them to be able to see what they actually need to do. And I'll also say, being very clear on what is expected of you is extremely important. Mm-hmm. You almost have to be dogmatic about what they expect of you. Um, that would be my advice to somebody new coming into any nonprofit or church space. If you're working, um, you know, don't expect for time put in to directly equate to what you get paid. It's a tough. That's gonna be a tough life you live. Mm-hmm. But please, 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 please be very clear on what they expect of you. And have open and honest communication. Like, 
And, and in the workplace, sometimes that looks like sending a follow-up email after a verbal conversation mm-hmm. and ceasing, you know, certain people. You know, that's something I had to learn the hard way. But, like, being very clear on expectations, um, having, having and creating spaces where, you know, you're having open, honest, and transparent communication, um, those two things are huge, super, super, super huge. Yeah. Mitchell. Well, while we're here, I just want to let y'all know, I love niggas, and I love black churches. Don't I think them, they're don't great. Leave, don't leave me. Shouts out to the niggas. Me, me, nigga. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Oh, my bad. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, it's going to last like one minute. I'm about to do one, one minute answer and then go Roger, close that. This on there. Got 14 uh, more minutes. I'll bet. Well, since these not playing. <laughs> Dance battle. Did you want to do yours again? I don't remember. It's fine. Okay. I don't care. All right. Um, I would say for those who are experiencing the challenge of putting on multiple hats and having to wear multiple hats, look at your personal goals and where you want your life to be. That's good. When you look at your personal goals and say, I want to be here in my life, does your life goals reflect the level of comfortability which you're at right now because what your leader could be doing is is stretching you so that you'll be prepared for what is to come Hmm. at the end of the day yes it is uncomfortable it is trying it is frustrating to have to be stretched in a position now i am one i'm an advocate for don't overwork yourself in an aspect of time. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to accomplish yeah. what you can accomplish yeah. within the time frame in which you're given, mm-hmm. and someone who is a leader is asking you to stretch yourself, yeah. go above and beyond because when the trial comes huh? outside of where you've been, because mm-hmm. obviously a lot of times we work for nonprofits, organizations, mm-hmm. ministries, we're not thinking long term like, hey, this is where Ooh. I'm going to live, die, and get yeah, my 401k yeah, yeah. from. Oh, it's like, hey, this is a catapult for the next level. Mm-hmm. If your ministry leader is seeing you and saying, yo, before you go, I'm going to challenge this aspect of where your life is at in your character so that you'll be ready for what comes next. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stretch you. Yeah. yeah. And so if somebody who is leading you is stretching you, don't be opposed to it because you're on the clock. Be willing to accept the fact that, like, yo, maybe if they are a leader and I have chosen to submit under their leadership, come on. they might see something that I'm missing. Ah, come on. <laughs> come on. That was good. That was good, sir. Come I on. was, you out here, okay, Quantania, every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think, bro, that is so important. Yeah, yeah. I that think, I think people miss. I think people miss that. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's. I'm sorry, it just slipped. My bad. Hey, yeah. Uh, people miss that, man. It's mm-hmm. like our leaders know something, bro. They're, they're in, our, but, in for a reason. But even even that, it's like this is not my ideal situation, mm-hmm. but God is still present. Yeah. And so what is God trying to deposit in me through this, mm-hmm. right? Because 
I think that's another issue in our generation. I think people leave jobs way too quickly because it's kind of hard. And because that's the thing. do you trust your leadership? Yeah. If 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 it's a thing where yo I don't trust, they're dishonest. Yeah. Then oh, I can yeah. see why somebody's like yo. I'm trying to dip. For but sure. But if you're Facts. saying you trust your leadership and your leadership, who you trust is also trying to stretch you. Yeah. Maybe they're stretching you for the purpose of seeing you go to the next level. So here's yeah. the here's the tough part, right? When you're in non-profit, faith-based nonprofits and, and church leadership or in church space and you're working, um, it's not even about do you trust your leadership? You trust God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Where's your yeah, yeah, faith yeah. at? Yeah. Because... God not going, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about it's not about who's leading me. Yeah, my submission is never contingent upon my direct report, right? Yeah, my submission is contingent upon my willingness to obey God, right? And in this situation, He's placed me under somebody that is fallible, that is sinful, that's not perfect, that gets it wrong. Mm -hmm. But the beauty in submission is it accentuates the ability of a perfect God to move through imperfect people. And so if we're not really even satisfied in that, then no amount of money is going to help you. No amount of time off is going to help you because it's a faith thing, right? And so I think sometimes we leave situations that don't serve our every need and we miss our pride and our selfishness in that. Yeah. What I think sometimes the Lord is doing is helping you understand through your job, that what you've like what you've been called to do and how you've been called to live is going to put you in situations where you are contentious yeah where you are in conflict where things aren't easy and so we always wonder why everything is so hard or we look at other people who are able to endure so many things and I'm like bro sometimes you just got to stay yeah sometimes you got to go through the fire bro like what is the lord teaching you here what can you gain from this situation? Practically, unless you're in a, an abusive workplace situation, practically there's always something you can learn. Mm -hmm. It's two years worth investment <sighs> for the rest of your life. Fam, yeah. Yeah. Fam, I've been, I've been where I've been for five years. And it's not even to toot my own horn. But if I wanted to, I could leverage my experience here and go somewhere and, and, be, a, and be a director level. You know what but, I'm saying? But. But. Obedience. What's the but? Why are you studying? <laughs> but well i mean well yeah i I'd actually never that's 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 a god thing bro because on, on, a, on a different tip i was gonna ask for eight less than they gave me Amen. i i oh, never wow. even submitted an offer yeah i was gonna ask for eight less than they gave they me. saw your value wow Amen. yeah so Amen. so but but i remember trying to leave two years in a year and a half in i wasn't ready Mm -hmm. That's the Ooh. Lord's protections, man. Boy. Yeah. Like sometimes you try to leave a situation, you're frustrated, and it's like, no, nah, the Lord's keeping you there. Mm -hmm. And I can guarantee you, had I walked into another job, 2018, I would have fumbled that. Facts. If you still got the same character at the job you're at, and you go to the next job, all you'll do is transition to the next job with the same mindset, same yeah. character, same bitterness, same. No Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. Samuel anointed David as king while David was still working in the field. Yeah. Then David had to travel back and forth between his father's house and the palace and play a man to sleep who was sitting in his calling. Come on. Sometimes you got to sit there, even if the Lord's revealed it to you. Sometimes you're not ready, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like this, this need to leave a situation that doesn't serve our every purpose and need. We got to fight that, man.
Agreed. Bang, yeah, bang, bang, bang. It's good. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> How many buttons you push at one time, bro? <laughs> That's another episode of Black Man. I'm a black man, black man, I'm sorry. I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. Shout out to Crown Coffee Roasters My boy Timo Hit him up Hit him up Hit him up Black is the new black Black as a mug <laughs> Get it ah. Black mug Black as a mug Is a wordplay You're a like battle it. rapper You like it I like it You like that song You don't like this oh, cup Oh brother Ash. Well, I like the cup <laughs> Are you sure I, I, I really do like it. Look, bang, I, 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 bang, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Stop recording, stop recording, stop recording. <laughs>